The general was driving Kale and Ellis crazy. I don't see why I have to be the driver. I can take one of those men out. Why, I was fighting wars while you boys were running around wearing a dirty diaper, griped the general. I know you were, general, but Tex said you were too valuable an asset to be put at risk. Tex can't take on all these cases without your help, general, said Ellis. Well, I ought to get to shoot that no-good, crooked, lying, cheating murderer Ortega. Ortega had a hand in Johnny Pittman's death, and that worthless polecat lies to old sick people saying that he could cure what ails them, demanded the general. We will have to see how things play out, general, said Kale. I wish they would hurry up and get here. I'm tired waiting on them sorry polecats, griped the general. We are going to take our positions now, General. Now remember to wait until we signal you before you drive into the alley, stated Kale. I know, just go on and have all the fun and leave me sitting here in this car. I'm going to have a long talk with that dern Tex Waco, stated the General. The General was used to giving orders, not taking orders. It was an hour later when the dark-colored van drove into the alley behind Ortega's stem cell clinic. Kill and Ellis watched as a dark-haired Hispanic man got out of the van and walked to the front door of the clinic. The dark-haired man talked to the security guard for a minute. The dark-haired Hispanic man got back into the van. A couple of minutes later, the security guard left through the front door of the clinic. Kale and Ellis were waiting behind a dumpster in the dark alley for the two men in the van to open the back door of the clinic. The two men in the van waited for the security guard to drive away before they got out of the van. The dark-haired Hispanic man opened the back door of the clinic while the blonde-haired man opened the cargo door of the van. Now the dark-haired criminal began helping the blonde-haired criminal friend pull a young unconscious woman out of the van. Kale came up behind the two criminals and pressed the stun gun to the neck of the dark-haired criminal. The dark-haired criminal gasped in pain but did not fall to the ground. Kale hit him with the stun gun again and the dark-haired criminal fell to the ground unconscious. The blonde-haired criminal did not realize what was happening for a second, but then he grabbed for the automatic pistol in his shoulder holster. Ellis came around the van and pushed his stun gun against the blonde-haired criminal's neck. The blonde-haired criminal collapsed to the ground. Kell and Ellis moved quickly now. They took the criminal's weapons and bound their hands and feet with plastic ties. Then they taped up the criminal's mouths with duct tape and put the criminals in the van. Ellis looked at the unconscious young woman. She has been drugged, but she has a strong pulse, and she's breathing all right. She won't know anything about what happened here, said Ellis. Let's close the van doors and get back into position before Ortega gets here, said Kale. Ramon Ortega drove up in his fancy sports car about 30 minutes later. As Ortega was walking to the back door of his clinic, Kale grabbed him from behind and gave him a jolt with the stun gun. Within a couple minutes, Ortega was in the van with his criminal buddies. What do you want to do with the young woman, Ellis? asked Kale. Let's put her in Ortega's car and leave his car in the parking lot of that 24-hour pancake house up the street, said Ellis. Kale and Ellis carried the young woman to Ortega's car and laid her out on the back seat. I'll go tell the general to follow us over to the restaurant, Ellis, said Kale. The general had gotten out of the van and had gone into the clinic while Kale and Ellis were busy with the young woman. 
Now the general came out of the back door of the clinic. We had better get out of here, boys, before that thing goes bang, said the general proudly. What did you do, general? demanded Kale. I set the explosives, answered the general. How much time did you put on the timer, general? demanded Ellis. I'm not quite sure. Those new digital timers are confusing to an old man like me. It was either seven seconds or seven minutes, stated the general. The general started laughing now. Very funny, general, said Kale. Ten minutes. Less now since we've been standing around talking, said the general. 